Welcome to the Great American Collectibles Show, heard Wednesdays at 6.30 p.m. Eastern on PSA.com and the PSA Facebook page. The Great American Collectibles Show is brought to you by PSA and the National Sports Collectors Convention. Tonight's headlines are brought to you by Sports Collectors Daily. For all of your hobby news, features, and more, visit sportscollectorsdaily.com. And now, your hosts, Tom Zappala and Rico Petroselli. Welcome, 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 Rico. How are you, buddy? Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Things are good? Yeah, pretty good. Thank you very much. It's beautiful. Uh, we're having a nice week in uh, New England. I well, hate the fall. Uh, I hate the fall. Give me the sorry. give me the summer. Give me Florida, man. Oh, you're gonna have it, aren't you? All right. Welcome to the Great American Collectible Show. Please remember to subscribe, like, and share the show with your friends. You can catch us on Facebook, YouTube, anywhere you listen to your favorite podcast. If you have a comment, you can just mention it right in your a little what? comment. Say a comment. 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 Come. Or you can email me at zapsenior.com, Z-A-P-S-R at dot. Uh, Z-A-P-S at Hotmail.com. All right, all right. I screwed it up. But if you have a complaint, please reference Rico Petroselli. Any yeah, complaints. I take all complaints. All right, listen. We have a great right. show today. We're going to bring in Leighton yes. Sheldon. Leighton's a dear friend. Yep. We're going to talk about his new car shop. We're going to bring in Chuck and Stacy Wisman. Yes. Then at the end, out of a sick bed, he's taking oh. one for the team. He's going to spend about five minutes with us. J.P. Cohen. Because he, uh, he made a pretty big JP. offer, uh, and it's been all over the news. So we're going to talk to JP. But offer, first... Offer... What, well, we'll, 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 we'll talk about secret? it later. Okay. First, oh, just, our headline. Yeah. Another biggie for Hans. Hans PSA 1.5 T206 Honus Wagner Nets, $3.75 million. Just 17 months after it sold at auction a T206 Honus Wagner card, PSA 1.5, sold for $3.72 million at Golden Auctions last Sunday night, setting a new record for the grade. That same card sold for $2.28 million million at a Heritage auction in May of last year. The auction marked the 14th private or public sale of a Wagner since the start of 2020. All but one have sold for at least $1.1 million, with the lone example being the 475000 for the one that was torn in half. Wow. Remember that one? Yeah. If you want to hit, read the whole story, just go to our friend Rich Miller and the great gang at sportscollectorsdaily.com. Very good, 3.75, yes. man, for a Wagner. Yeah, you know? uh, and what was it, a one or two? 1.5. No. Million. Yeah. No, what was the Oh, 1.5. 1.5. Oh, 1. 5. 1. 5. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right, listen. Let's bring in... Look, at he's got the T-shirt on. You know, he's got the T-shirt well, on. I thought that was you, the... You know, uh, it's, no, well, it's, you know, it looks just it says like, grand opening. It says grand yeah, opening. I'm working for Parks and Services. Is that, <laughs> I thought it was... Right, a, Leighton Sheldon. Leighton, <clears throat> uh, I, you know, I was... I heard about it secondhand. I had no idea that you decided to open up a card shop. Why, when, Thank and you. where is it? And tell us about it. Especially why. Sure. Well, it could be clearly because I love baseball cards way too much. Ah. Um, no, the joking aside, appreciate you having me on, gentlemen. Uh, it's a pleasure to be here. Great and as far as the, you know, the, the space goes and the story, uh, you know, we've been renting our offices. It was our second office, uh, about a mile from Rutgers College campus in New Brunswick, New Jersey. Uh, for about, I don't know, 12 or 14 years. That's where I graduated school in 2000. Um, and what happened was the building sold. 
And the gentleman raised the rent so much that I thought it was a misprint, <laughs> the person who bought the building. So I called him up, very friendly conversation. I said, oh, you know, I uh, heard, you, you know, heard you bought the building. Congratulations. Um, you know, what's the scoop with, you know, what are you doing with it? Oh, you know, happy to have you stay. Uh, I sent you a quote for the rent. I'm like, oh, no, you know, I, I think you must have meant that for someone else. Uh, that doesn't seem to be for us, sir. Uh, and he said, no, I, matter of fact, it is. And I said, oh, well, you know, I think for that kind of money, I, I could probably go out and get a really, uh, you know, much better space, much nicer space, be part of a, a community, meaning a downtown community. And so ultimately what we did was we looked around and we found a wonderful area uh, in New Jersey called Milburn, which is uh, ironically where I lived a number of years ago before I had our son, before we had our son Crosby. Um, and so as far as the store goes, uh, it was a, it, the, the actual location is about 3,000 square feet, 3,200 square feet. And that's roughly what our old place was. And depending on, you know, the old place and if we had our ability to do the construction the way that we wanted, we would have built out a store years ago. But, you know, it wasn't like that uh, with the landlord. And so because we were kind of moving in here fresh, we put a bunch of money into the place. We carved out a little, probably 800 square feet of it. In the front is a nice new retail store. Um, that's going to be focusing on uh, vintage cards and curating, you know, vintage memorabilia and things to that nature, uh, as well as putting some of the collections that we buy uh, fresh from the public uh, on display at the store. And then, of course, we'll be having wax and uh, what seems to be much more popular than I ever anticipated, Pokemon. Um, so we'll be having Pokemon yeah. in the store as well. And then we have our offices, uh, you know, behind the store. So we're able to do everything right, you know, right here on site in our facility. So we're are very excited. You, are you going to be uh, – so vintage breaks will be – recording from there or be uh, uh, yes we have a studio there. on site it's in the back of the store meaning it's not in the store it's right. in the back of the office uh and it has its own uh, area so that you know you really don't have any sound kind of infiltrating the broadcast but what's really cool is that we have two big tvs in the store one of them of course is like basically a live feed of anything sports related and then the other one is actually a feed of our live breaking so that when kids and you know adults come into the shop they can kind of check us out and you know, ask what we're doing, how's it work, and all that kind of good stuff. Very um, so cool. it's been fun right. so far. And our grand good. opening is last Friday. And if, if you want, you can have this, our show on there when you're on, and you can just keep showing it to the people. Yeah, but, you know, you can reruns, reruns of the Great American Collectibles show, just like, you know. Your rights are too much. I try. <laughs> it's, too, it's too expensive. Hey, uh, what's the name of the shop, uh, Leighton? Uh, sure. So you can either Google us and find us under Just Collect. Or Vintage Breaks, and we're at 296 Milburn Avenue, Suite 102, right up the street from the very famous Milburn Deli in Milburn, New Jersey, downtown. Uh, you know, it's really good parking behind the building. And we're going to have our first ever kids' night. Uh, wish I could. T I think it's – let me just confirm. I think it's November – yep, November 4th is going to be our first ever kids' night. And then that night we'll announce our first ever trade night. Um, but we're really looking forward to having the community kind of join us here uh, as they did last Friday with our grand opening. We had – you know, lots of folks uh, show up for it and then, excuse me, the previous Friday. And then last Friday, the kids head off, or excuse me, this uh, yesterday, the kids head off, I guess, early for Columbus Day in some cases. And, I mean, we had probably 30, 40 kids in the shop mid-afternoon. Uh, that's pretty what wild. you want. That's what you want. Hey, you know, yeah. Go ahead. You well, no, I was just going to say, do you have room for for an audience, a live audience? Absolutely, Rook, uh, Rico. Um, we have, a, we have um, that's a you know, cool. basically space within the store. And then the night of the grand opening, we had John Starks come for an hour. We were kind of like overflowed with people. Yeah. So we had them kind of in the back of our office. You know, we Very cleaned cool. up in anticipation. And, well, uh, we, you know, we had a lot of fun that night. Yeah. Uh, Leighton, 
before we let you go, are you going to be at the Wilmington show? I'm hoping to be up there on that Thursday and Friday. I have to leave like by Friday afternoon, but I'm hoping to be up there. Okay, so if, but you'll have a staff there? No, just myself. Oh, okay, because we, uh, the, the, great, the yeah. great American Collectibles show, we are supplying, and not the stuff that you guys eat. We are supplying really, really, Enrico can attest to this, homemade, they're not homemade, but they are homemade, Italian subs from the best deli on the North Shore of Boston. We are going to be bringing lunch to all of our oh, good sponsors on, uh, on Friday afternoon. So we will be there at noon distributing sandwiches. Oh, great. So I'll be in line. Are you coming alone or are you going to have a staff? He just said no. No, I'll be coming alone. Oh, yeah, but he's not here, not, knowing oh, him, he'll bring, no, he'll bring right. 10 people uh, with I, him I, now. I, no, I, okay, no okay. just myself to come up that. to buy and see old friends like yourselves. Looking forward to it. All right, good. So we have lunch for Friday. Okay. Excellent. All right, and again, your website? JustCollect.com and VintageBreaks.com. All right, buddy. We love you. Great. I hope to see you up in uh, November up here. Good luck with the store. And good and, luck. Uh, Thank you very much. Go great, Jets. Great. Go Jets. Not <laughs> happening. Giants. Take care. Take care. All right. Uh, let's you know something. I, he, I, he does. He's a, he's a good man. He, oh, he's excellent. He, he does. He, he really works hard. Yep. Uh, he's, he's always been a class act. Man. With he's got a lot of enthusiasm. Yeah, and he don't, and, and he's energy. just good. He's he's really good. So, <laughs> As opposed uh, to us, you know. You know, so uh, I'm going to ask Chuck and Stacy too. Uh, let's bring them in right now. Heck, look at this. Hello, you know? hi, hey, Chuck. hi, Harry. Hey, how are you guys? How's, How's everything? Uh, you guys aren't going to be in Boston, right? You're not going to be at the Wilmington show. No. Oh man, mm-hmm. free Italian subs? Are you kidding me? Well, maybe they don't like yeah, it. Yeah, we'll- tempting for sure. Got to think about it now. Exactly. <laughs> uh, first of all, how are you guys doing? You guys have had a great year, and uh, tell us about prior to the you know the the current auction. What kind of a year have you guys had? Uh, the national, all of that. Yeah, it's been a really exciting year for us. It was a great national. Um, we always love it when it's in Atlantic City. You know, it, it, that's kind of in our neck of the woods down right. here, um, Pennsylvania. Um, it was a great national. Um, it was pretty unbelievable. I mean, the, the crowds and, and um, the atmosphere there were just um, like nothing we've ever seen or experienced before. So it was really that's exciting, great. really fun. Even Rico had um, a good time. Yeah. That's great. Yeah, it was. It was really. It was a fun show. It was. Yeah, it, was it was a fun show. Yeah, um, a, lot, a lot of kids too. Which yeah, because yeah, we we look for that, and yeah. it's great to see. You know, the future really of the uh, industry. You know, you guys. I don't know if you you heard. Uh, we just had Leighton on, and I know you guys know Leighton very well. And Leighton's opened up a shop. You guys have a shop. Um, before we get into the particulars of the auction and the business, how's your shop doing? Your car shop. It's doing fantastic. In, in fact, both the auction and the, the sports card store are both doing so well. We're moving into a much larger space. Are so, you really? Uh, by the end of November, we're going to have probably about twice as much space for both the auction and for the store. And, you know, we always wanted our, our existing store to be, you know, great for any type of collector. It brings in lots of families, lots of new people and Old time collectors always coming in, um, so we want to. We're, we're even expanded it even more with um, what we're going to be selling, how we're going to be selling it. Um, the buyer's experience, the consigner's experience, is going to be very unique. So uh, by the end of November, we're going to be moved into that location, 
And it's really going to help us grow both on the retail end um, to local customers. And really, we get customers from all over, um, but then also for the auction business as well. How far is it? How far is it from your original? About 10 minutes? 10 to 15 minutes. So it's it's relatively close. Um, And um, it just, you know, it's really exciting to have the opportunity to take a space and turn it into exactly what we want it to be, the way that we feel best suits both of the businesses. You know, we will maintain both of those businesses out of the same location like we always have. Um, But we're going to be able to do it in a much more efficient way now. Um, And I know our employees are really excited. We're really excited to, uh, to get started over there. So when there's a show, uh, the Philly show, that's fairly close, right? Yeah. Uh, right. You guys have a, a space there, you know, to, to sell cards and everything, and then you have the auction as well. Yeah, sometimes. We always do oh. the national. We always do some other more yeah. regional shows. Right, um, right, yeah. But, but really, we, we like to say that uh, at our store, VSM Sports Card Outlet, that Every day, it's like a, a sports court card show at our store. Yeah. So, yeah. but at, right. at the national, yeah. When you guys like, for instance, at the national, do you? I know you, you're there primarily for consignments, but do you do retail business there also? Yeah, yeah, it's a combination. Oh, very That's cool, great. very great. cool. All right, so I'm gonna get to the big one here. Let's talk about the uncut W five fifty ones. Talk about those, man. That's uh. That's that's those are that's a that's a special special uh, card. Yeah, and at the national this year in Atlantic City, we got to meet um, a, a W five was it the W five fifty one nineteen twenty one set and series. One of the biggest collectors of those cards, and over the years he he had two uncut strips and some of the greatest um, highest grade individual cards of each card including two PSA 7 Babe Roofs. Wow. So not only do we have the, the full uncut strips, two of them that look amazing, mm-hmm. uh, but also some of the highest grade of, of all those cards. And, you know, it's a great series because I believe there's 10 on each strip that they made. And oh, I don't know if yeah. you can make very it out. Yeah. Yeah. Very, I'm very cool. glad you answered my question. Uncut strips that are in this Jeez, auction. Looking at um, and Babe Ruth is at one end next to Ty Cobb. Um, and it's just beautiful, pristine condition. Um, you know, some buyers will keep the sheet together. Others others could break it up and, and get cards individual since they are hand-cut cards. You know, that's, um, that's a good – We hope somebody keeps it together. Yeah, it's I mean, just, that's, yeah. that's, that's a good question. I think – I think the only, I mean, if, if it were me, if I, if I had that, I would definitely would keep it together. <clears throat> the, yeah. the question is, though, so I wonder if PSA, could PSA, again, we're a PSA-related show, could they authenticate that? They, they would authenticate an uncut strip, right? The problem with this strip is the length is too lar- large to, to authenticate and, and put it in a holder. It's larger than any existing holder that they have so they they would probably have to they could authenticate and supply some type of a, a, a letter of authenticity uh to go with it and maybe treat it as memorabilia or something but uh I, it's just a beautiful beautiful really beautiful oh, yeah, set really i mean nice. it's great you got the- yeah and, and that's an example of just one of the two bay roots psa wow. 7 um and again this is an end of that strip card since we have the full oh, yeah. uncut strips we know that he's on the left end. So it's really hard to have an end card on a strip series right. be 
even higher than a PSA five, you know? So what's the estimated value of the uncut sheet, number one? And number two, what's the bidding at? Today is, uh, obviously, it's Wednesday that people are watching, but it's actually Tuesday. What is the estimated value of the uncut sheet, uh, Chuck? And uh, what's the bidding at right now? So the, there's two uncut strips, and they're both pristine. I'd say the one that's a little bit lesser, um, the card on the right, which is the... Uh, George Sisler. Yeah. Um, those are those are both of them there. Yeah. And the one has a, a little ding in the Sisler corner. So that one's probably going to sell for a little less. But again, it, it might not be much. And, you know, we think that two of these individually should sell between ten and thirty thousand dollars each. And, and the sky's the limit. Um, the PSA seven Babe Ruths are probably going to sell for um what do you think? At least, at least six or eight thousand, probably over ten thousand each for those. Beautiful. Um, so if you think about it, that uncut strip should sell, you know, for a lot more than just one P- PSA seven. Absolutely, based absolutely on agree with you. Condition of it. So you got. Right. And again, I think one of the things that makes that strip so both of them so unique is that those, the, the whole strip is in such good condition. Even those two end cards, which typically are going to see the most wear, corner wear, edge wear. And, and these are beautiful. Yeah. Oh, they really are. Yeah, like we, we met the owner of these. He, he only really collected strip cards from this series. And he spent his whole life doing that. We met him at the National, spent a lot of time educating him on the consignment and auction process. And, um, you know, look forward to, to helping him out Just and have a follow-up getting right? strip Just card collectors to know about it. You know? you know, I have a follow-up question. In the event that somebody wanted to buy one of those strips and – um, cut it up so that they could get them individually uh, authenticated. Would 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 it be your recommendation that they go to a professional to do that, do it themselves? Uh, just for those that are interested in bidding on it, but that want to break it up. How, what do you do, Chuck, in a, in a case like that? What would you recommend? You know, it's not something I've ever done or or you know, worked with. Um, I, I do hear from people all the time that are big collectors in our industry that, you know, for strip cards in a series like this, you know, would definitely want to cut them and, and get them graded individually. Um, well, I'll cut them. So, yeah. <laughs> I'll cut them for, I'll, I'll give you a break on yeah. it. Yeah. I can see Rico with the scissors. Here we go. Oh, this one's a little off. <laughs> Yeah, right. You know, I, I I like things to stay. I, I agree. Oh, yeah. oh, I agree so, with you. It's so rare. So I totally agree with you. Yeah, I totally agree with you. Totally agree. Well, you got basketball, you got football, and this Hendrix poster. Oh, yeah. That's interesting. Tell us about that. Yeah, Jimmy we're, we're going to be all over the place, man. I, I was a Hendrix guy. I mean, not that I ever, you know, smoked weed or anything like that. No, I know. <laughs> you should. Point being is that it was it was the 60s. Yeah, yeah. We, um, we, you know, we help people who have a, a diverse type of collection. And um, an older gen- gentleman from uh, Central Pennsylvania, York, Pennsylvania, had a, a house full of crazy rare antiques. Yeah. Toys, um, vintage toys. There's yeah. a, I don't know how many star flag. We have an old American flag that was rare that only was from a couple year period when it was only so many stars on the flag. Yeah, um, that was from him. Some interesting nice. Abe Lincoln collections, some concert and movie posters from Jimi Hendrix and 
and Elvis. I mean, that's, that's that. cool stuff. That yeah. stuff yeah. is cool. Yeah. That's cool yeah. stuff. Yeah. Really cool stuff. Right, listen, we are chatting with Chuck and Stacy Wisman from Wheatland Auctions. There's an auction going on right now. we got a lot to talk about. We're going to take a quick break. Hang in there. We'll be right back. Since 1996, Brian Drent and the staff at Denver's Mile High Card Company have led the charge in the collectibles hobby. Mile High is a full-service dealer specializing in buying and selling cards and offers a competitive consignment program for all collectors. Whether it be their computerized want list service, appraisals, or auction services, Mile High has it all. If you've been searching for a company with a selection of high-grade vintage 1888 to 1970 baseball cards and memorabilia that shares your passion, aim high, Mile High. Go to milehighcardco.com or call 303-840-2784 for more information. Hi everyone, this is Rico Petroselli. JustCollect.com, a leader in the vintage sports card industry, is giving free appraisals on your vintage cards. They'll evaluate your collection for free and let you know the value of it at no cost and no obligation. If you're ready to sell, JustCollect.com will offer you industry-leading prices to buy your card collection. To begin your free baseball card appraisal, visit JustCollect.com or call them at 732-828-2261. That's JustCollect.com for your free vintage card appraisals and top buy prices for your cards. Check out JustCollect.com today. Hi, this is Dan from Memory Lane Auctions here to remind you that the renowned Memory Lane Collectibles Company has served as a beacon of light to the collecting community for the past several decades. Indeed, folks, it has been our utmost privilege and pleasure to provide the most enthusiastic collectors with an abundance of the finest sports cards and memorabilia for America's most coveted sports personalities via our world-class auctions. Whether you choose either a private sale transaction or the auction route, Memory Lane cordially invites you to reach out to us to maximize the value of your prized possessions. Also, it is not just sales that we pride ourselves on being the best of the rest, because if you are seeking a particular keepsake for your esteemed gathering, we will be relentless in our quest to find that special piece to fulfill your collecting dreams. So no time to wait. Reach out to us today for the purposes of capitalizing on our unparalleled marketing capabilities. Simply pick up the phone and dial 877-606-5263. That's 877-606-LANE. Or find us on the World Wide Web at www.memorylaneinc.com. Now is the time for your valued consignment to ultimately become another one of Memory Lane's record-setting prices. How would you like to own the bat that was used by your favorite player when he hit that towering home run or game-winning base hit? Now look no further than JT Sports specializing in the sale and authentication of professional game-used bats. As the official authenticators of professional model game-used bats for PSA DNA, JT Sports will guarantee the authenticity of any bat purchased from them. JT Sports also buys and sells game-worn uniforms, gloves, and baseball equipment. The unique quality of the collectible is what JT Sports is all about. Give them a call at 609-487-8003 or check them out at GameUseBats.com. 
with record-breaking sales from everything from the white border T206 Hollandus Wagner for $3.12 million to some great items that support the Jackie Robinson Foundation. Golden Auctions has set the highest standards for the finest in sports cards, autographs, and game-used memorabilia. We're always accepting consignments of high-end premium sports treasures or entire collections. Please register for our next auction and bid now at goldenauctions.com. That's golden with an I. We at Golden Auctions are committed to providing unsurpassed customer service for the discriminating collector. That's exactly why we're the leader in the industry. Visit goldenauctions.com or call 856-767-8550. Remember, Golden Auctions. We don't just break records, we shatter them. Even though he's from New York, we still love him. On Deck with Rico Patricelli. Okay, it is time for On Deck with Rico Petroselli, brought to us by our good friend Brian Dwyer and the great staff at REA Auctions. Don't forget, Rico, get yeah. your bid in by going to robertedwardauctions.com. That's Robert Edward Auctions right. for extraordinary results and extraordinary service. Stacy and Chuck, I want you to listen to this one. So our On Deck with Rico segment usually is a question. Yes, yes, but this week it's not a question. It's a question, but it's a question by me. Yeah, I know. <clears throat> this past week, we're doing some work on our house, and we had new countertops put in. And the gentleman that uh, is a countertop guy, very successful, his name is Mike Germano. So we got to talking because he's a Red Sox fan, and I mm-hmm. said, yeah, you know, we started talking about the show. He said, I told him that I co-hosted the show with you. He said, you're kidding me. I said, why? He says, my dad was Ed Germano. <laughs> and I said, I don't know who Ed Germano was, but now I do when I, you know, after the light went on. 98 years old, and Eddie Germano was the sports cartoonist for the Boston Globe, the Boston Herald, did stuff for the New York Times, I think, one of the New York papers. Uh, Just a legend, best. a legend oh, yeah. in in the sports cartoon, he's won all kinds of awards. So my first question to you is, what kind of a guy was he? He was, all <coughs> honesty, a great guy. Not only a talented man <laughs> with the cartoons and all. I have his book. In fact, I mentioned my wife. When you, you told me about it, I said, yeah. Eddie, Eddie Germani, remember him? Yeah, of course I do. In fact, we have a, it's in uh it's up on the wall. We have one of his cartoons. And by the he way, Eddie is watching the show. Oh, is he? Eddie, how are you? God <laughs> but, bless you, buddy. Hey, great. I mean, I mean, he was I, I went, on, guy. I went just, online. I mean, some of his sports, his cartoons oh, got were great, fantastic. Great, talented and going along with that, you know, being a wonderful man. Uh, when he'd come in, you know, to the clubhouse or something, just class, say hello to everybody. Well, listen to this one, Stacy and Chuck. So I'm talking to his son, and he said, you know, my, my dad has a pretty decent collection. I said, he collects cards? He says, no, no, no. <laughs> what he did was he's got cartoons that he drew, one of ones. Mm-hmm. First one, I believe, is one of one cartoon of Babe Ruth signed by Babe Ruth. Wow. What is that, the value of that bad boy, right? One of one cartoon that he did signed by Babe Ruth. He also has stuff by one of ones, all one of ones, Ted Williams. He's got Dom DiMaggio. He's got Joe DiMaggio. He has Rico Petroselli. Yeah. He's got, I mean, he's got Frank Malzone, 
all he's got a whole collection oh, of one and ones signed by you guys. I have a the, his book, his book that he signed. I don't know if he remembers that, but we have it. Uh, and I forgot it. I wanted to bring it here. But anyway, uh, yes, uh, just tremendous, tremendous. Uh, you know, there was a story. He not only did the. the he, he wrote two. a narrative? Yeah, like a narrative, too, which was terrific. <laughs> Very good stuff. It was an honor to be, Eddie, to, to be done by you a cartoon. That's nice. And we gave him a gift, by the way. Did you? You know that uh, last week we did the New England Card Show? Yes. And you and Jimmy Lomborg signed that big oh, post-up. big one, yeah, yeah. I gave it to Mike to give to Eddie oh, for nice, us. Oh, nice, nice. Right? Yeah. So, Eddie Germano, hey, wishing you the best. And you know something? I Love told you, Mike, man. if we can get you in the studio somehow, we're going to get you in this. 98 years young. Yes. 98 Sharp years young. God bless you. All right, let's get back wow, to uh, Chuck and Stacy. 33 Gaudi Ruth, man. Talk about the 33 Gaudi Ruth. I'm on a hunt for a good 33 Gaudi Ruth. What do you have? Yeah, we have one in this auction, and um, it's got great eye appeal. I think it might be graded or one or two, but, um, you know, get them now because they're drying up, and the price has been ramping up over the last year and should probably continue to ramp up, you know, just like Ty Cobb tobacco cards, Jackie Robinson early career cards. You know, we, we see the price still being at a, a buy price and – and things like that, people are appreciating the rarity and scarcity of. I want to ask uh, Stacy about uh, how popular are the autograph cards? Because and how tough, tough yeah, are they question. to get? Yeah. Right? I mean, Stacy, what do you think? Um, you know, the autograph card. There's absolutely collectors for all of those. You know, it, it's a really uh, it, it's a great uh, addition to to what we're offering. I think for the collection, you know, the for those people that really do just focus on those autographs. Yeah, yeah it's whether fun. it's the old cards that are right. signed, those have gone up like crazy. I mean, that's, I was, that that's what I was going to say, Chuck. I mean, it seems as though at one time, going back 10 years ago, autograph cards were a no-no. They were really looked yeah. looked down I mean, upon. I mean, they were frowned upon, yeah, right? Yeah. If you signed it, uh, now it's, it's done a complete about-face, and they're very collectible, and people are just, you know, they've skyrocketed. And you can do um, yeah, no, they really the have, and especially like look at um, Hank Aaron. I remember somebody in the industry who really was trying to collect as many Hank um, Hank Aaron autograph rookie cards a few years ago. I'm like, oh, you really want to do that to his rookie card? But I look now, you know, and um, it's just such a rare card to have that is his original Topps rookie card. Autographed wow. by him. I mean, there's only Very so cool. many out. Yeah. Very, that's right. Very cool cut. What about basketball? I mean, basketball is uh, is really interesting. Uh, the dynamics of the card collecting world in basketball. What do you guys have, and what are you offering? Vintage? Are they modern? Are they ultra modern? A little of everything. Yeah, a little of everything. You know, there's um, the 1961 Fleer Will Chamberlain, not the inaction, the, the base card. We had that. A lot of a uh, handful of Jordan rookies and stickers. Um, and then we even have the modern era stuff, whether it's basketball or football. Um, and, it, you know, it's interesting. You know, basketball is an international sport. Um, and, and that's been one of the drives. Not only in the U.S. has it become more and more popular as a sport, but across the globe. And you look at all the players in the NBA and some of the great superstars, a lot of them were born and raised outside of the U.S. Yeah. Um, and it's the communities that they came from, um, whether it's uh, Luka Doncic or 
Joel Embiid or you name the international Giannis uh, or Giannis, um, you know, a lot of guys that came from other places in the world and their communities where they came from are now collecting and following them and love the game. You know, it seems, um, it, it seems that um, it, it all changed uh, with the younger generation and basketball cards. I mean, uh, you know, from the 1990s, it seems like maybe from, from Jordan's rookie year going forward up to today, it's really exploded. It's, yeah, it's, really gro- ex- it's grown I mean, a lot. Am I wrong, Chuck? Like, you know, it's like obviously the, the modern cards, the, 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 the Marants, the, the, the Lucas, all of those are doing really well. What about the vintage cards? I mean, you take away the Russell, you take away, you know, a couple of them, Chamberlain, Oscar Robinson, but and maybe Bob Cousy, but it doesn't seem as though the real vintage superstars of that period, you know, uh, are those cards picking up ahead of steam? You know, I'm, I'm going back to guys like Billy Cunningham, for instance, or uh, Julius, West. Julius Irving, Jerry, Jerry West. West. <clears throat> are those cards, uh, are they starting to take hold? I'd say the, the vintage high-grade cards of those older iconic players are. Um, and I think if you look at generations of people and the age groups, you know, people who are 40 and older like a lot of the iconic players and resonate with, you know, the, the players from the Will Chamberlains and Bill Russell's up through Jordan. Um, but then you look at the people who might be 40 and under, including, you know, people who are just getting into it in their early 20s. And, you know, they look at the LeBrons and the Kobe's right, right. You know, as, as their icons. Yeah. And it's, it's interesting to see having the card shop and being at the national, you know, we see that the other big trend we see guys is in football. Um, you know, the same the quarterback thing. investments are, are huge in yeah. the current era of football players. And, and the national was insane with it. And we see it at our auction. You know, we have a PSA 10 Bowman, um, Tom Brady rookie that's already, you know, bid up very high with, um, you know, a few days left of bidding. Um, we have a very rare Trevor Lawrence. And so people might prospect, like you look at last year's rookie class, you know, who does each person think is going to be the superstar 10, 15 years down the road? Mm-hmm. Is it going to be Mac Jones? Is it going to be Trevor Lawrence? Is it going to be Zach Wilson? Um, everybody has yeah. their own opinion, yeah. and that's where they'll invest. You know, you know. You know that's, I, I, I wanted to just ask uh, about basketball. The WNBA, do they have the girls have cards? And good question. What you know? Where? What direction do you think uh, it's going? If they do, uh, what potential do they have? Yeah, good. Good question. Um, they just started making Prism, which is a higher end product by Panini. I believe last year was the first year. And I think the WNBA new cards out of Prism are coming out this week. Hmm. So um, the first year they came out, they were very hot. And yeah, people are starting to resonate to some of the, you know, the icons in in women's basketball. Um, And and they're making the key, Rico, is they're making higher end products of them. And they make higher end products. Yeah. People are going to start investing in them and appreciating them, kind of like with F1 racing. Interesting. Um, that's been crazy values in the past two years as they started making um, higher-end stuff, which then brought a spotlight to what we always thought was low-end racing cards 
from yeah. 10, 15 years ago yeah. on the F1 side, you know, not the NASCAR side. The yeah. F1, so Formula One. It's, sure. It's fascinating. Is, is boxing, uh, is boxing getting any love yet? Or is it, uh, I mean, I, I know the Ali stuff is really kind of carrying it, but are you seeing that Chuck and Stace? Hmm. Uh, personally, I love the history of boxing back to the bare knuckle fights of the 1880s and the history there. Um, but unfortunately, from collectibles, you know, other than the Ali's and Joe Lewis and, and other really huge icons, um, I think the MMA increase in popularity and not having true great heavyweight fighters that are always going against each other like we were spoiled with for many decades. Well, I think the part of it is just so many, like, you know, today there's like five or six heavyweight yeah. champs instead yeah. of one yeah. undisputed heavyweight champ or welterweight champ would, or middleweight champ. I would think Tyson. Wouldn't what, Tyson well, no, be, evidently uh, not. No. I mean, his stuff isn't real strong, is it? Huh. Is the Tyson stuff strong? Um, for some things, you know, and they make his uh, autograph uh, basketball card. I think Leaf makes a product, and you can probably pick up his autograph basketball card for 150 to 250 dollars on average. Um, but yeah, I, I really see more people in the younger generations um, going towards the MMA. Um, but I'm a boxing purist myself. As um, am I. Yeah. So I think that's another decade by decade as you look at how things are changing. You know, people who are probably 40 and under might resonate more with MMA and those of us that are older than that are more, more boxing purists, but we, we long for, you know, championship bouts that would be great again. You know, we uh, just haven't, nah. even, even in the eighties and, you know, even after Ali and Frazier, yeah. There were still some great fights. Oh, you kidding, uh, Kenny? Yeah. Kenny Agler Norton? Earned. Oh God, yeah. Michael! I'll tell you what: the three, the, in my opinion, hands down, the three greatest rounds in the history of boxing was Marvin Hagler and Tommy Hearns. That three-round fight. Have you ever seen it? Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, just just an amazing yeah. three rounds of boxing. Remember that? Oh yes. You know, I, I've been fortunate. Uh, Ellen and I, uh, going back now quite a while ago. We ghost wrote uh, a very, very, very dear friend of ours, uh, like my second father. Uh, he was the former welterweight, undisputed welterweight champ of the world. His name was Tony DeMarco, and he was from Boston. And Tony's two fights with Carmen Basilio at the time were voted two of the ten greatest fights of all time. Tony passed away last uh, October, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. But, uh, you know, over and the... And I think Carmen Bas uh, Basilio passed away in the last couple of years. Yes, Carmen... Carmen it's funny because I, the last... I have the last... Uh, I was fortunate enough to uh, help present Tony when he got inducted to the Hall of Fame. And we went to an event. And I think I have the last picture of both of them signed by both of them wow. uh, right before... Uh, common passed away but uh just some great great history footage that we have of of uh, that tony you know basically willed to us that's just you you watch these fights and it's like wow mm. just amazing hey. some some of the stuff yeah. we are chatting with stacy and chuck with some we got about about two minutes left uh just real quickly i see a fillmore east poster is that what that is yeah. Yep. At the Fillmore. At the Fillmore in San Francisco. I've been there. Have you? What yep. is it? A hotel? Fillmore East. Billy Graham, man. Are you kidding? Billy Graham, mm -hmm. the uh, the promoter. I saw 
Billy Graham, the promoter. I saw the John Mayall. Billy Graham, the vengeance. You don't even know who John Mayall is, do you? John who? John Mayall. Oh, he was a second base from Detroit in no, 1947. He was a when? British blues guy. Oh. Saw him at the Fillmore in 1971. Really? Pretty cool. Wow. Pretty cool. You're old. Uh, concept. Yeah, and what is that? I think that's the, uh, is that the Jimi Hendrix poster? Yeah, 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 yeah I think it is, actually. Anymore, right? That is. Yeah. That is. Uh, All right, so your, web, your, web, stuff, your website address is? We are www.wheatlandauctionservices.com. And when does the auction end? Give us the particulars and on the uh, 15-minute rule, 10-minute rules, any of that. Sure. So um, our auction will begin to close this coming Sunday evening, um, the uh, 16th of October, and it'll start to close at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Um, our auction closes a little bit different um, than some of the others out there. Uh, we close one lot at a time the same way you would find at a live auction. So uh, 7 p.m., uh, the first lot will close and each subsequent lot will close in 30 second intervals following that. Any lot, though, that gets a bid within 10 minutes of closing will go into extended bidding. Um, and 10, 10 additional minutes will be added to the clock, and that will continue until that lot goes um, for 10 minutes without any additional bids. Just does to give it, everybody a, a fair shot to get in there. You don't need to have bids placed on lots ahead of the auction close. In order to bid on that item, you can jump in at any time during the auction. That's a good rule. Um, and one other um, thing that we do have that's a little bit special this time is we are uh, working with the Darren Dalton Foundation, and we have the very last 10 lots in the auction um, are items that we have donated, and 100% of the proceeds um, from those bids are going to be donated to the Darren Dalton oh, Foundation good ball player. Good um, ball player. to help yeah. families um, with, uh, who are suffering from traumatic brain injuries or brain cancers. Um, yeah. to be able to cover the expenses that they need to be able to function and live well. That's great. Um, Very cool. Yeah, that's great. So, yeah. Well, hey, so please, kudos. everybody, check out those last 10 items. We'd love to uh, be Very able to cool. send them a nice big check at the end of the yep. and, and Darren's wife, um, Amanda, and many of his friends from over the, the years that he played um, still help raise money, and we keep the foundation going. Um, we like to be sponsors of that to help out. Um Darren was just a loved person yeah. as we were all around him many, many times around fans. I never met anyone who had a smile and hug for every single person that was real, true and legitimate, even when he was having some really rough days. And um, so we're, we're happy to help yeah. out many you know, people who have need. Yeah. And then also part of the proceeds from our auction is also benefiting, um, a nonprofit early education daycare center. Um, there's a holiday concert that we're sponsoring that right now it looks like uh, might raise over 30, 40,000 for nice. that um, nonprofit yeah. um, just for that holiday event that's coming up. Excellent. Which, which brings a lot of local um, students and high school singers together to uh, just have a very festive time to raise money for Another good cause to help families in need. So. Well, there's nothing oh, like giving back. You guys. All right, Great. guys. Thank you so much, and yeah. good luck with the yeah. uh, with the auction. And folks, Great get your you. bids in, please. Great seeing you. Take care, guys. Chuck and Stacy. All right, we're going to take great. a quick break. We come back, hopefully, out of a sick bed if he's around. Is our good friend J.P. Cohen? I tell you what, man. He's, he's stepping up to the plate because he's not feeling well. I know. Good man. Know. He's a good That's man. It. Hang in there. We'll be right back. <clears throat> this is Brian Drent, president of Mile High Card Company. Is your sports card and memorabilia collection properly insured? 
For easily replaced personal property, homeowner's insurance is all most people need. But for prized possessions that you may have spent a lifetime collecting, it doesn't go nearly far enough. Collectibles Insurance Services has been insuring for over 50 years. They offer a full range of protection and a $0 deductible at an affordable rate with no appraisals required. I know because they insure my collection. If you have a minute, go to collectinsure.com and learn more about insuring your personal card or memorabilia collection. Pristine Auction is a family-owned and operated online auction specializing in autographed memorabilia, sports cards, coins, art, and collectibles. Since their founding in 2010, they've grown to two facilities in Phoenix, Arizona, totaling over 60,000 square feet. Jared Cavalli and an incredible staff of over 150 team members serve a very large customer base and enjoy every minute of it. By working with leading authentication companies, Pristine ensures all items are 100% authentic. In addition, third-party authenticators regularly travel to Pristine Auction to provide authentication services on-site. Pristine Auction strives to operate its business in a way that's honoring to God, their families, and their customers. With a strong focus on speed, quality, and premier customer service, their mission is to be the leading online auction for every level of collector and fan. Pristine also works for Hope Sports and Identity Hoops International, traveling to Mexico to build houses for the less fortunate. Pristine Auction offers several online auction formats with thousands of auctions ending each day. For more information, go to pristineauction.com. That's Pristine Auction, the best in the business. If you are a discerning collector interested in owning the most important pieces in the hobby, look no further than Leland's Auctions. The original sports auction and appraisal house, Leland's was established in 1985 by legendary pioneer founder Joshua Leland Evans. And today, President Mike Hefner carries on the tradition. From the Tom Brady card and memorabilia collection, to the famed Boston Garden auction, to high-end card auctions from every major sport, Leland's has always maintained the highest standards. Go to Leland's.com and get your bid in. That's Leland's, the hobby's leading sports auction house for four decades. It's often been said that championships are won on the practice field, and world records come only to those willing to work harder than everybody else. Heritage Auctions is the world's largest collectibles auctioneer because we believe that becoming the best is only an invitation to the challenge of remaining the best. This requires the skills of the hobby's top experts, capable of identifying and maximizing value for our consigners. It requires the most visited website in the industry, courting a global audience of collectors over a million and a half strong. It requires a dedicated press department that expands our global reach far beyond the entrenched hobby marketplace. It's hard work, but a simple premise. Present the finest collectibles to the largest population of potential buyers, and world records will come. We invite all listeners to put the unmatched power of Heritage Auctions to work for you. Auction evaluations are always free, and our commission-based fee structure ensures that our interests are always aligned highest possible price for your collectibles. There will always be new world records to chase, so let's chase them together. Visit our website at ha.com and request your no-obligation review today.
Hi, this is Dan from Memory Lane Auctions here to remind you that the renowned Memory Lane Collectibles Company has served as a beacon of light to the collecting community for the past several decades. Indeed, folks, it has been our utmost privilege and pleasure to provide the most enthusiastic collectors with an abundance of the finest sports cards and memorabilia for America's most coveted sports personalities via our world-class auctions. Whether you choose either a private sale transaction or the auction route, Memory Lane cordially invites you to reach out to us to maximize the value of your prized possessions. Also, it is not just sales that we pride ourselves on being the best of the rest, because if you are seeking a particular keepsake for your esteemed gathering, we will be relentless in our quest to find that special piece to fulfill your collecting dreams. So no time to wait. Reach out to us today for the purposes of capitalizing on our unparalleled marketing capabilities. Simply pick up the phone and dial 877-606-5263. That's 877-606-LANE. Or find us on the World Wide Web at www.memorylaneinc.com. Now is the time for your valued consignment to ultimately become another one of Memory Lane's record-setting prices. They are prized possessions, and you need a place to store them that is safe and secure. The eBay Vault is exactly that, an insured, climate-controlled facility with state-of-the-art security that guards your valuable collection around the clock. Your vault account is protected by two-step verification and easily accessible through eBay Collection. And everything stored in the eBay Vault is backed by Authenticity Guarantee. Buying and selling is a seamless experience. When you buy an eligible card on eBay, it can be sent directly to the eBay vault at checkout. Or, if it's already in the eBay vault, you can just keep it there. And selling from the eBay vault is just as easy. Every card in the vault has been expertly inspected, detailed, and photographed, so you can quickly sell it with a pre-populated listing. And if your buyer chooses to withdraw their card from the eBay vault, we handle packing, shipping, and insurance. And same goes for you. If you want that rare rookie card in your hands, you can have it shipped to you at any time. Collect like a pro with the eBay vault. The eBay vault is climate controlled, insured, and protected with 24-hour security. Soon you'll be able to send cards already in your collection directly to the eBay vault. They'll take a high-quality photo and photos of the front and back of the card and document all the details for your viewing pleasure and to make the listing to sell process seamless. For more info, go to eBay. Connecting buyers and sellers globally. All right, we All got right. One, this guy here is a dear friend of ours, so a very old friend of ours, and he's taking one for the team. Uh, we asked JP so Cohen from Memory Lane to come on, and he's three. literally coming out of his sick bed, yep. and then he's going to go you. back to bed. JP, mm -hmm. I can't thank you enough, number one. Thanks so much for taking the time. You have been all over the news, so we got a couple of things to talk about. First of all, you know, uh, $2 million for the Aaron Judge ball. Um, what, what, what was the thought process behind that? Uh, it's been all over the news. Can you walk us through that? Yeah, this was done way before he, uh, well, I don't want to say way before, about a week before he uh, achieved that uh, record. We decided to put a bounty out uh, on behalf of a client of ours who's a historian, Yankee collector, fan. So we reached out to this client. We together came up with this attention-getting offer, um, which we believe is very strong, very fair. 
And to this day, pretty surprised we have not heard from the gentleman that caught the ball. Uh, the offer is still good as of today. I'm not sure, you know, how long we'll keep that offer going because it's not a, a, a forever offer, but it is good today. We'd love to have the ball and um, still hoping that the, the gentleman uh, is getting his things together and he'll give us a call. Now, it's very possible that, you know, he might uh, keep it. I have heard that he's... Um, done very well for himself financially as a, a professional uh, and what he does for a living. But um, regardless, you know, our offer still stands and um, we'd love to, to, to talk to him and, and see if there's a deal to be had. You know, that's an interesting, uh, it, it, that really is an interesting piece of memorabilia. I mean, that's legit. Oh, there's no doubt, but the know. guy should call back. Say, yeah, uh, I'm, not, I'm not interested or, you know, I'm going to hold on to the ball. That's a good point, Rico. So, that know, that would be nice, you know, and I, mean, and I would understand. On. I mean, yeah, yeah. Know, Part of, part of me thinks, you know, maybe he's talking to Judge and trying to work out some type of a deal to give it to him, which I'd understand yeah. too. Listen, it, it's it's a fun hobby. There's there's this is a, an offer that was put out there, hoping that uh, would get uh, the attention of whoever caught it, and uh, we'll see what happens. I mean, if it if it doesn't happen, it's not the end of the world. There's always some great piece of historical memorabilia to buy, you know, like in our auctions, but. Um, you know, it's it's been fun. The media has been tremendous for Memory Lane. We never expected mm. to get the response that we got, and it's been nonstop interviews. Well, and- that's I know that. I mean, it's that's why I had to get you on, sure. JP. I got to thank you. Uh, you know, I, I I was fortunate enough to win a couple of items uh, at your last auction, and it was the two items that I was absolutely, I was I was determined to win, and one was the uh, pitching in a pinch. Signed by Christy Matheson. Great piece. Nice. And the other one was the 120 programs, which I was thrilled to win because obviously the value and the, and the, and the rarities in the first 20 or 25 of them, which you know I have in a vault and the rest of them. But real quickly, what I did do was I extracted the 1963 to 1976 programs that happened to coincide with the career of one Rico Petroselli, and uh, I held a gun to his head, and I made him sign every one of the programs for those 13 years. So yeah, the other ones are worth something. These aren't worth That's special anything. to my heart. Why don't you get Lomborg on them, too? Actually, I should. That's uh, special to my heart. But listen, I know, I, know, I know you're not feeling great. One other question. There was kind of a – I heard through the grapevine that there's a major announcement coming uh, – with from memory lane regarding something that's happening uh, at your next auction or down the road a little bit. Can you, can you kind of like give us a little tease of some sort? No, I'm going to, I'm going to actually announce what we're doing. So um, fortunate for us, we, um, you know, we have our normal auction that we're still taking consignments for the next week and a half. That'll take place starting mid December and end beginning of January. And it's, it's starting to shape up really good. It's going to have some amazing pieces of memorabilia. Um, Cards, of course, are going to be phenomenal. But saying that, the announcement that I'm making right now is that we have a special auction that we're doing. It's going to be a, approximately 175 lots, and it's going to take place starting mid-November and December 3rd is our uh, projected date. And it's all premium, high-end items. Now, what's leading this catalog, and it's the, the, uh, the anchor to the auction, is one of the best Mickey Mantle collections ever to come to auction mm. in high grade. Nice. 
So it starts off, and I'll just get right to it, a 51 Bowman Mickey Mantle PSA 9. Wow. There hasn't been one of those in a so long. Long time, being, long time. You know, being that that 52 Mantle uh, SGC 96 just sold for a record price, we anticipate this 51 Mantle 9 to, to follow suit and break all kinds of records, get all kinds of attention. Um, and, of course, that's amazing, but the rest of this collection is also amazing. It's every Mantle card except the 52 tops and the 53 tops in nines oh. in the 50s. Wow. So we have a 50, 53 Bowman color nine, 54 Bowman color nine, 55 Bowman nine, all the, all the tops and nines from the 50s. There's also a white letter 69 mantle in a nine. Um, there is a 53 tops and it's not chopped liver. It's a PSA 8.5. So that's going to definitely get some attention too. Unfortunately, this gentleman never picked up the 52 tops, um, so there won't be a 52 tops, but there's literally 15 PSA 9 mantles leading this catalog off. And when's the date again? 15 nines, different mantle issues from 50s and 60s in nines. And it starts in mid-November, ends in December. Ends in December, and on top of that, we have a 34 Gaudi, one of the top sets in eights and nines being broken in that auction as well as a amazing 33 DeLong set uh, pretty much all eights are better. Fantastic. And your website address is? MemoryLaneInc.com. Thank you, brother. We Thank you so much for jumping in. I hope you're feeling better. Yes. Thank yep. you. I appreciate it. Take you care. Take JP care. Cohen, Memory Lane. CSA Shows is proud to present the Chantilly Show being held on October 21st to 23rd, held at the Dulles Expo Center in Chantilly, Virginia, just minutes away from the Dulles International Airport, Rico, celebrating over 25 years at the same location. Yeah. There's going to be over 300 dealer tables exhibiting over 100,000 square feet of space. With both modern vintage sports cards and memorabilia, as well as modern-day sports treasures, you're not going to have to look very far for that special card, oh, bat, ball, well, or I'm autograph. Very happy about that. Some of your favorite superstars will be on hand, including... Football great Champ Bailey, former NBA star Dave Bing, the bus Jerome Bettis, Baseball Hall of Famer Vlad Guerrero, and many, many more. For more information, go to ChantillyShows.com, CSAShows.com, where you can find all of your sports collecting treasures. I just think it is something. What happened? We got a, we got a break. What, what break? We got to go. Well, you, is that it? That's it, brother. Well, he said... No, he said before he heard it from the grapevine. Oh, you're right. I want to know where this grapevine is. And uh, in, is my back, in my backyard. Oh, is that where you heard it? In my backyard. Oh, all right. With that being said, we love you guys. Chrissy, have a sweet trip. Be careful. Safe visits yes. to your family. Thank you. You know what to say to them from us. David, thank you yeah. very much. I'll talk to you whenever. Someday. And to our viewers and listeners, happy collecting. The views and opinions expressed by the hosts, guests, or callers of this program do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, the United Podcast Network, its partners or affiliates.